Welcome to Her Sacred Sexuality Podcast, the show that celebrates our God-given sexuality for women who want to unlock their feminine power. We're your hosts, Karen Welton and Bethany Phillips, two friends passionate about liberating women from the shackles of shame and condemnation to uplevel every area of our lives through pleasure and play. Join us in our slumber party style conversations as we discuss taboo topics such as sex, kink, and relationships for women of faith who desire more. Discover how good sex can be and the limitless possibilities when we embrace our sacred sexuality. Hey ladies, welcome back to the podcast. So excited to have you here today. Karen and I are just diving in to the conversation of feminine magnetism and how we can, what things we can attract, especially when we are synced with our cycle consciously. I've had a lot of breakthroughs this cycle in particular. I've kind of been like in between. So I'm coming out of my menstrual cycle right now. And there's been a lot of cool things that have been happening. And I was boxing Karen the other night and was just getting like major downloads and like really cool. I was probably talking like a mile a minute and <laughs> Karen like boxy the next day was like, damn girl (laughs) we should talk about this I'm like we need to record an episode right now of like what the downloads you're getting because they are fire like we had a whole nother episode planned for you guys today should we tell them what it is yeah we should totally so this is a teaser for probably the next week we're gonna talk about cunnilingus so yeah we've been <laughs> saving the oral sex episodes and so those are coming but I yes. promise you that this one is going to be just as fire because Bethany <laughs> is lit Ben in the clouds and I said you have got to share this with our ladies because I think she was so inspired herself maybe you tell me <laughs> after our last episode where we talked about our cycles and she really started diving into it and if you've been following us on our stories on Instagram she's grounding and journaling and having Mm -hmm. this like incredible feminine luxuriating amazing supportive nurturing like nurturing her cycle and and eating and like just being so intentional and I've been watching it I'll tell you my experience because we had our period start within a day of each other this is going to be a fun story of what to do (laughs) and what not to do but you need to share because your experience was so inspirational I was getting inspired I was like tell me more girl tell me more so tell (laughs) us Bethany what shifted for you in this cycle and what did you experience starting the beginning of this year I started tracking my cycle I just started being aware of it like when it when it starts when it ends you know, what phase am I leading into things like that? I knew about the luteal, I knew about the follicular, but I wasn't like really conscious to it. Like, I think that's the only word I feel like that's appropriate Mm -hmm. for it's like really like mentally and emotionally and spiritually like tuned in. And so when Karen and I started like realizing this was a topic that I think is just so valuable to her sacred sexuality and the power that our cycle holds, I was like, you know what? I'm really going to just dive in. Like, let's just see how good it can get. And because I I was seeing, yeah. And I was seeing you, Karen, like do, you know, what you, with your journaling and all that stuff and what you were going through. And I was like, oh, okay. That this could be actually a really incredible experience, you know? And so I was in my luteal going into my menstrual and I was just starting to recognize like how I was feeling and where my body was at and giving myself grace. Cause I was like getting tired, like midday. I was like, Oh, I'm just low. I need to, I need to just like lay down for a little bit. And so I did, I would listen to my body in those moments of needing rest and recognizing, oh, like I'm craving these foods, but what am I actually like feeding myself and paying attention to just minor things and tweaks that I would. Give us examples, like what minor things, what foods did you eat? Like, how did you prepare and, and care for yourself? Yeah. So, I mean, I ate a lot of fruit. Fruit was like, my favorite thing during my luteal phase that was really is that is that what you should be eating in your luteal phase I don't know maybe (laughs) (laughs) 
I thought you had to eat like red meat and like build up your iron storage. Probably. I feel I crave red meat when I'm actually on my period. That's yeah, when that I crave sense. it the most. I had like a solid steak Caesar salad last night and it was orgasmic. <laughs> like in that moment when I was eating that, that medium rare steak with my yes. delicious Caesar, I would have chosen that over an orgasm in that moment. That says a lot for Bethany right that now, ladies. <laughs> you know her at all. Yeah. She likes her orgasms. Yes. You know, you know me. It's but... a good steak. <laughs> yeah, it was so, so, it was really good. But just like heartier, more denser foods that fed me well, not like you know, and there were moments like we had a, a surprise birthday party for a friend of mine. We did an outdoor movie night. So we had popcorn and candy. And so I indulged a little bit in moments like that. But overall, I was just way more aware of what I was feeding myself and in that moment of my cycle. And there was a night where I was like craving this salted peanut butter chocolate chip ice cream from Jenny's. If you know, you know, and it was so good. And Johnny was so sweet. He like went out and got me some, which was like, love him for that. But there's, you know, there's things that I, I, I am a full believer in like, Hey, if you want it, go get it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Don't be so rigid that you can't enjoy your chocolate peanut butter ice cream. (laughs) Yes, exactly. So, but then there were things like even with Johnny and I, because I was making him really aware of where I was in my cycle. And that's when things are exposed, right? Like, so I, things are a bit more sensitive and I'm like, I'm awake to things going on in our world and in our relationship and in our dynamic. And there were things that I was like, Hey, no, this needs to stop. You know, like I want to, there was a moment that we were sitting at dinner and I was like, in this particular conversation with, we were in, I was like, I don't feel safe or secure right now with how you're talking. And he stepped away and then he came back and he like bear hugged me and he was like, I love you. I'm here for you. Like Mm. was showing me security and And then we and you were to, tuned like, in enough to like yeah. recognize your uncomfortability and yes. stand up for yourself and say something. I love that. Yeah. And I think that is where things get really rocky as women because we go into our luteal blind blinded mentally, like we're with with an unconscious mind, right? And we aren't tapped into the idea of things are more sensitive that we're seeing things in a different, from a different position in a different way, which is what we should be. So we can purge and rid and get rid of the things that no longer serve us. But when we enter it consciously, we have this opportunity to say it a certain way to let our partners know, Hey, this is what I need, or this is, I'm not feeling safe here. I, if I was not conscious to what I was, where I was in my cycle, I probably would have entered that conversation with an attitude, being pissed off and being triggered. And instead I allowed it to serve me and my relationship. And I was very, I, you know, didn't make it pretty or anything, but I was just blunt and forward. And I was like, I don't feel safe right now with how you're speaking to me. And I don't feel secure. So like, I need, this is what I need in return from you. Yeah. I I feel like that level of communication and vulnerability is something most of us, most women really struggle accessing. Like because Mm -hmm. it takes not only a really intentional awareness and consciousness of what you're feeling, first of all, in your body and in your heart to be able to recognize it, but then the ability to vulnerably share like that is Mm -hmm. is courageous. And and that's another level because a lot of us will feel it and just bury it and not feel safe enough to share. Or we'll, right. we'll think, well, I'm not going to be supported if I say it like this. Or we say it, like you said, like defensive and triggered, right? Right, So right. that takes an immense amount of emotional intelligence. And I just want to like you. highlight that because I think that that's brilliant that you were able to do that in, especially in the season where nor- we're, we're typically PMSing, right? We're typically yeah. 
triggered and defensive, yes. and, but then we get in those fights. So like, that's the power though. What you're sharing mm-hmm. is the power of being intentional about our cycles and you took back your power. Totally. Yes. And that, I think that's what felt so empowering yeah. within it was like, oh, wow. Like this is, this isn't just serving me. This is serving my husband. Like, you know, Johnny was able to respond to that in such a beautiful way and make me feel safe in that moment. And then I was able to move on from that fear or, you know, insecurity or feeling yeah, yeah. unsafe. And we were able to keep yeah. going. It it didn't stop our relationship a, yeah. or, or disrupt you know. your peace. There yes. is something so empowering for me, and I totally mm-hmm. relate to what you're saying. There's something so empowering about setting a boundary with your partner or really anyone yeah. when you don't feel treated to the highest level, right. when you, when you don't feel safe and secure and loved and being able to speak up like you did, it feels so empowering. It's scary if you're not used to it. But I, once I started doing that, every time I do it, I am like, yes, I feel so yeah. strong and empowered inside. And so I so yeah. relate to that. Yeah. I actually heard a really interesting thing the other day that because as women, we can be people pleasers, right? Like that's a very easy like role for us to take. And someone called it out and they were like, people pleasing is actually a form of manipulation. And I was like, holy shit. That's so, it's so true because you are trying to manipulate somebody's emotional feeling towards you or how somebody views you or a situation. And that was like world rocking. I mean, I don't tend to be a people pleaser, but I'm bad at saying no, or I, I should say I used to be bad at saying no to things that didn't serve me, but would serve others, but made me look good. Mm, yeah. You yeah. Know? That's, and that's real. <laughs> it, it's so real. And I feel yeah. like it's, it's more now than it probably ever has been of just like seeing our fuel tank just go down lower, 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 lower until there's nothing or you get burnt out and then you're an absolute bitch. You know, like who wants to be around that? So yeah, that was me this weekend. <laughs> we'll get into that later. Anyway. <laughs> oh my God. But you know, it's, it's one of those things that going into like my menstrual, like once I started my period, it was, I was actually really excited. I was like, Ooh, yay. Like day one, here yes. we go. I love that. You're like, she's here. And it's not like, like how many of us were like raised in this, like, oh, she's like, my period's here. Yeah. Crap. My week is screwed. I can't have fun. (laughs) It's like, what a different mindset. What, what a difference when we put new meaning to things can do, you know? And that was really cool. And especially because the day before when I was journaling, I was literally writing down and writing all the things that like was no longer serving my family was no longer serving me. So I was just in this mental, like clarity of purging and getting rid of. And then the next day, boom, she was there. And so it was just really cool. Okay. I have a question. Did you feel like there was something even like in your body or physiology that was like, leading you into that deeper revelatory space the day before your period came yeah like was there like an intuitive like drawing you in kind of into the like the the secret place kind of thing happening like a spiritual thing happening here's what I noticed I noticed the first like week and that I might even be too long like the first like four or five days of my luteal phase is where it was like just dropping. I, I doubt myself. I go into that space of like, what am I doing? You know, uh, more stress and things like that. And then that second part of my luteal phase is where I'm like, wait a minute, this is what all of these things, like I'm feeling these things Mm. because I'm becoming aware of what no longer is helpful and what no longer is for us, you know, for yeah, me. Yeah. So, and then leading out the motions kind of, you know, even back out. And 
I'm able to process things. During that time, I was able to say yes to say things and say no to things. And that felt really good. Like that yeah. was a part where I was like, and not, you know, not like big decisions or anything, but things that because I was awake, I was ex- exposing things. I knew what was going to fully align with where I'm headed in my life, you know, and that was really, girl. you know, (laughs) that's what felt really cool to me was like, wow, I'm being, cause I was presented with like three opportunities in front of me of ways to make money, ways to make income. And some were like, this is crazy. Like, I can't even believe this is being offered to me. Now, was that happening in your luteal phase or your menstrual phase? Okay. The big one was the day I started my menstrual. Wow. So you're like in this zone. Yeah. This like revelatory zone where you're realizing, oh, all these things that were coming up in my earlier luteal phase, there's a purpose, there's a reason for it. The dots are connecting. You're like, journaling, processing. These are the things I'm letting go of. How significant, I just thought of this, how significant that you were journaling and intentionally releasing the things that didn't serve you anymore. And that opened the door and created the space for new opportunities to come into your life. Yeah. Like you're not even in ovulation yet. You're just, you're like about to menstruate and you are like in this other dimension. (laughs) (laughs) It's like truly like that magnetizing yes Yes, like feminine magnet yeah and like it's crazy because my magnet is becoming stronger and like the I think it was the day I started my period Johnny I like was out somewhere and I came home and and Johnny like grabs me we're in the kitchen he just like looks at me he's like I am so honored to be your husband like you no seriously he's like (laughs) I can feel your magnet. Like I can feel your feminine energy and it is so powerful to, to be a part of it. Like to even be in such close proximity to it, because I see it. I don't just see it in you. I see it in what's happening around you. And he was like, and I'm so honored to be your husband. And I was like, Oh, you're the best. That is, I love that. Like that the masculine, even in him, is drawn to and recognizes your magnet and your feminine beauty. And not just like, oh, my wife is so hot, like obviously, but also he's recognizing like how it's impacting your life and like how your, the things in your life, in your sphere are swirling and coming to you. And Mm -hmm. he's like, has that masculine sight enough to say it, to see it and then speak it out. Like how incredible that he he recognizes like, this is my woman. She is causing this to happen. (laughs) Yeah. Well, he specifically said, he was like, it is inspiring to be married to you. Yes. And he's like, I am inspired by you. I'm like, fuck yes. The power of the feminine, it inspires the masculine. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. I, t- I was telling Karen, like when I, we were boxing each other, I was like, it's like God gave me a wand and I was like, <laughs> Abra Kadabra, baby, like, let's go. <laughs> like things are just pull- being pulled in. And it was like, what it felt like was God was just like, here's several doors for you. Hmm. You get to choose. Take like, your pick, you- honey. Yeah, yeah. Take your pick. You have options because you are syncing up with, with my creation. It's like he honors when we actually sink into what he's created us to sink into and be in rhythm with. And it's almost like a form of obedience, you know, like an obedience to his will and what he's the ebbs and flows that he's created while still having free will to choose, you know? It's really cool. That is brilliant. The picture I'm getting is like, you took your role, you took your stand as the orchestra, Mm. not the orchestra, the, what's the word? The conductor. conductor. You took your role as the conductor of your own life. And you began with your wand, like, okay, now the the violins are going to play. Okay. Now the string, the string instruments, now the trumpets. And you were like orchestrating and all of these instruments are not like other people. It's not like you're 
you know, controlling other people, but it's the energies of everything around you. Maybe it's people, yeah. maybe it's situations or opportunities, but everything is flowing and ebbing in his creation. And you just simply like stood up in your power, your feminine magnetism and began like a dance or like a, yeah, like a beautiful symphony orchestrating yeah. these instruments all around you. I just think that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. It's honestly been so cool. Like just over the last like three weeks has been like eye opening of like, holy shit. Like if we were to just all tune in, hmm. imagine what we could accomplish. Imagine yeah. what would be just pulled in by women embracing their true identity as a woman and sinking themselves to their cycle and like being being able to flow within that and knowing when to slow down, knowing when to speed up, knowing when yeah. to say yes, knowing when to say no and being okay with that. Like that whole oh, man, it's just a whole That's other powerful. level. It yeah. is. Yeah. And you had other people coming to you, like recognizing this magnetism, right? Like these people make giving you opportunities and open yeah. doors, like they're yes. obviously being drawn to you too. A thousand percent, a thousand percent. And just like small, like small things that would happen that I was like, oh, I know that's like me and God, like, like what? Like, tell us, tell that, me like, more. Okay. I know people get pissed off when, when anybody says this, but I truly believe that finding close parking spots is like the 10th manifestation of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. That <laughs> is truly something. And so when I park my car, I sing a song for every time and I sing thank you Jesus for a spot thank you Jesus for a really great spot thank you Lord we say thank you Lord for a really great spot <laughs> and I sing it every time every time and so we're at the San Diego Zoo I live in San Diego and San Diego Zoo on a weekend is a freaking nightmare. It is so packed. It is so packed, but I really wanted to take my parents there. And so we're, we come down like the first turn, like right in front of the lot. And I just was like, I started singing my song and boom, somebody is like immediately coming out of the spot. I'm like, great. And then we came home and then we came back for the zoo nighttime party, which is even busier Oh, wow. Same thing happened again, like wow. first row. And I know it's not a big deal to some people. I know people think it's stupid as hell, but I know that God honors like the small and the big, but it was yeah. also where I was mentally. I was like, it's not even something I have to fight for, or I have to strive. Yeah, And it's just, just something that I can receive. And I had, it took me a really long time to understand what that magnetism looked like, what it really embodied. And the issue I kept running into was how stuck in my head I was, how yeah. performative I had to be in order to receive something. And yeah. That is the absolute opposite of what it looks like to be in our feminine power and live in a space of being a magnet, pulling in and attracting. It's so simple. It's almost hard because it's so simple. We have gotten so used to thinking in a masculine way that thinking in a feminine way is almost, we almost look at it as like lazy and yeah. like a sense of like, oh, you're not doing enough. If we were to just allow it to happen without any doubts, there's, that's the point of it. It's like, there is no part of you that is in a lower frequency. You are just accepting what will be, which is good. It will be good for you. You are trusting God to know that he is going to pull something in for you that's specific to you. And that is magnetizing to you. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes, it really does. It's like, we're built this way. Like we yeah. are freaking antenna. Like we're, yeah, we're the sonar, we're the magnet, like we're, we're emitting the signal yeah. and attracting things in our life. And this may sound like woo woo to you. This may sound very new age, very like, oh, I'm manifesting this or that. 
I mean, I'm not, I don't, I'm not like worried and I don't get all like uptight, get my panties in a wad about the language. Like, yeah, the, the truth is like that new agers have figured out is that this is real. Yeah. <laughs> they just use different <laughs> language that, yep. that we're like, ah, that's scary. No, it's not scary. It's the way God created us. Yeah. He said, I made you in my image and in my likeness. And God has the power mm. to speak forth something to be. He created yes. the universe and the stars and the planets and yeah. the solar systems. And we carry that creative power in us. And yeah. uniquely as women, with our cycles that sync up to the, the moon, there is this cyclical like releasing and calling in, like the tide going in and out, releasing and calling in. And yep. if we are conscious of the power we walk in the power that is God given call whatever you want like you can manifest yeah. it but like we know it's from Jesus yeah yeah <laughs> we know we like know this, who the source is <laughs> we know the source so like yes. the word is not what the issue is it's who are you connecting to who is your source yeah. and do you are you aware and recognizing that this is how I was created in my yes. creator's image this is the power I carry this has nothing to do with you know, am I working enough? Am I yeah. close enough to God? Did I read yep. my Bible today? Did I spend my hour in the prayer closet? Did I, is my house clean? Are my kids, what I, you know, mm -hmm. like none of that has any impact on your magnet other than your awareness of it. Right. Like yep. you, it is your DNA. It is in your physiology and in your spirit and in the your being. And as soon as we tap into that and we allow our consciousness to go, oh, that's my power. Of yeah. course, a spot is going to open up because, yeah. and it's not just like, oh, God's going to give this to me. Like he's going to twinkle his, you know, snap his fingers from <laughs> yeah. heaven and a person pulls out of their spot. It's you're partnering with heaven and the energy yes. that he created the universe and the solar system with, right. and you are stepping up on that stage as the conductor. And we are yeah. actually partaking in the divine nature. Yes. And it can be small and it can be big. Like yeah. everything in between. And when people only make God a God who cares about the big things in the world and not the God who can care about the small, you know, minute details. Listen, there are people that experience God in those small, minute details. And that is where their faith comes from. Mm. That is where they actually see God the closest and they feel the closest to him because he cares about every hair on your head. He knows, you, he knows every thought you've ever had in your entire life. So when we think about those things, I know we're getting off on like a little tangent here, but I think it's, it's a good, good rant. <laughs> it's a good one. But like, you know, actually recognizing that he cares about the big and the small, that it all matters to him. Yeah. And those things, those moments of being in a state, and that's another part of this is what, what my reaction after the fact of something happening is, which is always gratitude. Like yeah. staying in a place of thanksgiving and gratitude is hands down number one thing that we should be doing after everything that we see that serves us, that comes in alignment with us. And that things that are don't feel like they serve us, but we have to learn from them. Because yeah. I've had hard shit happen to me lots of the times. You know, I would never have asked God to have my baby at 29 weeks and for her to be in the NICU for two and a half months and to have a brain bleed and all these things. But I thank him because there was so much learning and growth from that, that he was able to teach me and to grow me and to, and to, to create more capacity in me. And those things can be the most powerful tools for us, especially as women to take and hone and make into a tool, another tool in our tool belt. Right. Yeah. So anyways, gearing it back to <laughs> our cycle and everything like that, this has been like probably one of the most exciting couple of weeks I've had feeling so in alignment. And so like, I just feel as we've started to build out her sacred sexuality and everything, I'm just so proud of what we're creating, you know, and the environment that we're setting and the building blocks we're putting up because 
this is growing me to another level too. My roots are starting to really form and shape. And I'm like, oh, this Mm. is what you're calling us into. This is like a new kind of sacredness. This is really, really cool. So it's just, it's like the saying yes, you know, saying yes Mm -hmm. to what God is presenting us and is putting in front of us. And he's like, you've got options, but like, what do you want to say yes to? You know, and I love that all these offers came to these opportunities and you're like, no, yeah, that's not, I'm, that's not what that one's not, like. You were okay. Say no too. Yes. Yeah. There were things that I was like, um, I don't know if this is for me, but I think this is for somebody else yeah. and making those connections and like, okay, this could actually be really cool. And then for others, it's like, Hey, I think this is an alignment. I think this makes sense for my schedule, my work. It helps you and figuring those things out and being able to see it, it from a completely different point of view, because I don't think our yeses and nos are necessarily have to be fully self-centered but recognizing that our yeses and our nos can actually serve the entire the entire community, like everybody who's involved, yeah. right? Yeah, like if it's not an opportunity for you, you can pass it along to another woman and empower right. her. Yeah, yeah. So there's just there's just been really cool things like that that have just as I've recognized my intuition and my heart being in line with my cycle. And like I said, being conscious, being like awakened, awoken by that things have just started to spill out of the word work. And I'm like, okay, if this is what this is. Like, if this is what I'm like tapping into, I'm here for it. Yeah. And every single woman should be exactly where I am, should be feeling the same way I am because it's crazy. Yes. And I think what you're really describing, here's here's the differentiator. Here's how I kind of see it. So the new age would call this manifesting, right? Yeah. I call it favor. Yes. You're in you're yeah. in God's, you are in the center of God's favor, which is yeah. completely biblical. I just looked up a verse about it. It says, let the favor of the Lord our God be upon us and establish the work of our hands upon us. Yes, establish the work of our hands. Psalm 90, 17. Mm-hmm. I mean, favor is like a profound word study. And I think most Christians have no idea the power of the favor we can walk in. And I feel like the favor you're talking about, like when you're in sync, when you click in, when like energetically, you know, like this is flowing. It's like the flow state and the favor of God is on you. And it is so powerful. I remember coming home from a retreat. I haven't, I don't think I've shared this on this podcast, but I came home from a like a sisterhood retreat. There was there was like four of us women there. It was the end of a mastermind coaching container I was in. The whole weekend, we were like in this energy of like connecting to our feminine power. It was like Mm -hmm. our ovaries and our feminine and we're like letting go of the warrior in us and the fight and the like Mm. having to strive and do it all. And we're learning to call in support and receive. And it was this like incredible, luxurious weekend. And on the way home, another one of the women and I had the same flights, like two of the 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 first two flights were the same. Then I came home to Charlotte and she went on the, you guys, the entire time home, we were walking in. God's favor. It was wow. like we had this appointment, this pelvic floor therapy session before flight. She went and then I was like I would love to get one too. So like I'm like let me let's do it. Yeah. So it was perfect timing. Like there was just the right amount of time for her, just the right for for me. We were going to Uber and the woman said I'll drop you off at the airport. I'm going that way anyway. So we're like okay, we're running like it's go it, we're we're kind of in crunch time. We have yeah. like an hour like we we would have only gotten there with an hour to spare, but we we pull up and we're it's not like we have a lot of spare time. So we're like okay, we got to keep moving. She pulls up we walk like right in. There is no line. It's like everything fell in order. Like, wow. <laughs> and this is insane, you guys. So we we get through security. There's like nobody in security. And like people mm. are helping us. Like, we're just like, it was like we were floating on clouds. And then we wow. get to our gate. We're like, okay, we have like 20 minutes or so before they board. Let's, we need something to eat. So we go to the restaurant across from the gate. And I'm thinking, I don't know if we have enough time. We only have 20 minutes. It's a sit down restaurant. Like maybe we can order to go. We walk into the restaurant. A waitress literally walks up in front of us and says, hey, 
can I help you guys? Like she was standing there wait, wow. waiting for us to walk in. And we said, yeah. yes, can we put an order in to go? And she's like, yes, absolutely. Let me take it down right now. Like within two minutes, like a minute, 60 seconds of us walking in, she has our order and gives it to the kitchen. So then wow. we're sitting there. We're like, we're like, this is kind of, does this feel weird? We're like having this discussion yeah. and I am conscious and aware of this, this favor on us. And she is too. And I had never, honestly, you guys, I had never paid attention to it before. I would have just thought, oh, it's a, it's, it's a smooth, you know, it's an easy, we're, we're, we're yeah. it's working. Things are happening. It's great. But I'm like, the more I recognized it and was grateful for it and was conscious of it, the more things mm-hmm. kept happening and yeah. it just kept increasing. And so she brings us our food. We take our food. We walk right into the line as they're boarding. We walk onto the airplane. We get our seats. We're sitting there and we're like looking at each other like, this is, this feels too easy. Right. Wow. Oh, and that's what it was. We were like, we had seats that were like maybe an, an aisle or two apart. And we're like, maybe they'll, somebody will switch with us. Yeah. Like, oh, of course. And the, we asked the person next to her, I asked, can, can, are you willing to switch? And the, the wife, I was like a woman. She says, oh yeah, my husband's actually in your aisle. We switched oh. and we both got to, I don't even understand it. Like, she's like, yeah, actually that's my wow. husband or my family. Like, and we switched so that she got to sit with her family and her and I got to sit together. And then oh I'm gosh. sitting there, I'm next to her and this, a stewardess walks down and he's, he has my laptop bag, my, my backpack with my laptop in it. And he's like, he comes looking for me. I'm not in the same seat I was in, but he goes, yeah. he look, comes right to me and goes, Karen Welton. And I was like, or Karen, is this yours? And I'm like, yes. Where, where did you get that from? He goes, you left it at the restaurant. <gasps> Oh my God. I was like, how did she even know where I was sitting and who I was? And how did the waitress know where to give it to? Like, and she must've seen like the, I don't, I, it took me like, I was like, we were trying to figure out like, how did that just happen? I left it at the restaurant by accident and it just like floated back to me. Like the waitress (laughs) must have like seen the name on my card, taken it to a gay agent. They must've looked up my name. See, I was on that, all the things that had to happen for that to like seamlessly flow within like 10 minutes. I was like, there's no way it would have been gone forever. Right. That's insane. (laughs) Like everything all day happened that way. Oh, and then I was like, what was it? There was something else that, that they just, oh yeah, I had a water bottle. I'm like, you know, like, you know, they come and they give you water and you're like, okay, they have your like little eight ounces. And I had a water bottle yeah. and I was so thirsty. I'm like, can you fill this? And she was like, sorry, we can't fill it. You know, like germs, contamination. And she's like, do you just want yeah. the whole bottle? So she hands me like the 64 ounce, like oh my God. thing of water. My friend looks at me and is like, how did you? Did she just give you that? They never do that. I'm like, yeah, I know, right? Like, we're like pinching ourselves. Like, what is happening? Wow. <laughs> simply just like us being conscious of yeah. the favor that was resting on us and like yes. flowing in that state. And yeah. the power of the feminine on us, having just come off this retreat where it was all about our feminine energy. Yeah. And here we are tapped into this. Like, we are in that zone, in that energy. Yes. And we bring it with us to the restaurant, to the pelvic floor therapy appointment, yeah. to the taxi, to the, not the taxi, but like the, the security to the restaurant and even onto the plane. Whereas wow. the stewardesses are like handing us free giant bottles of water. Like that would have cost $20 oh in, in the airport. God. Right. Like, I'm like, I can't even explain this. <laughs> that is so, literally so great. I love was, that. And I totally in another day would have probably just like not recognized that yeah. this was like a supernatural favor on my life Mm -hmm. I would have probably just been like oh thank you so much that was so nice that this person did that but like when we recognize it we we magnetize more of it right when we see it and honor it we lean in and more comes yes yeah and it's such a spiritual principle yeah that's why I think I I don't know if I'm sure you have but like heard that um, you know, you give like women will multiply whatever you give them, mm. you know, you give them mm-hmm. a house, they'll create a home. Like mm-hmm. you give them food, they'll make you a meal. You give them, you know, your yeah. sperm, they'll give you a baby, like all those <laughs> things. And it's like that yeah. if we actually like tapped into that, like our creative on, power, it's our creative power. And so yes. it's like, literally when we are served, like when we take the space of like, being served and like nourished what comes forth 
from that, what is produced from that is beneficial for everybody. Oh my gosh, Bethany, like say that again. (laughs) (laughs) When we serve, when we allow ourselves to be served and nourish ourselves. Yeah. And that's so hard for women. It's for me, at least I'll thing. speak for me. I mean, it's so true. It is hard. You know, it's something that's funny. And my mom will probably laugh that I'm bringing this up. So my mom is just so service oriented. That's just how th- she thinks. She will think about everybody else before she thinks of herself. Mm-hmm. And I have been pushing her in certain directions. So like there's moments where she'll be like, yeah, yeah, we can do that. And I'll, I'll stop her and I'll be, I'll pause. I'll be like, mom, do you want to do that? Mm -hmm. Is that something that is going to serve you? Like, and she'll like pause and wait and be like, Oh, I mean, I don't know if I want to. And I was like, okay, then we can say no. Like we don't have to do that because I think we were raised in this mentality that everybody else matters before we do. But when we flip it on its head, that's actually right side up. That's actually where everything falls into place. And then when we are served as women, we can take that and we can truly feed everybody, nourish everyone, like be the most effective parts of ourselves because that is the flow of how things should go. Yeah. Like when we are tapped into that state and not afraid Mm -hmm. to like ask for what we want or say what we want, but when we actually honor those desires in our hearts and our voice and what we truly want and need and learn to say yes and no when we need to. Yeah. We're stewarding our power. Well, totally. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. So I had a very different experience with my cycle this month that I want to share with you because there was such a profound lesson in it for me. And it's a lesson I've been learning. I was not synced up the day before I menstruated. We booked a a weekend trip to the beach. So I got this amazing deal on a resort I've been wanting to visit. It's a part of our timeshare. It's like never available. And it happened to be available for two nights this weekend. And we had to drive down to Florida to pick up our older two girls from summer camp anyway. And it's like right on the way. I'm like, it's perfect. I booked it. I'm like, yes, a beach vacation, like a weekend getaway. We'll take our youngest. It'll be amazing. And Didn't quite realize at the time I booked it that that day, that next day was like, I'm starting my menstrual cycle. And I wasn't like tracking it as closely as I had been. I knew it was coming that weekend. And I'm like, okay, but it's okay. I'm still going to have fun. And I think there is like a grace on my life that because my cycles are so healthy and non-symptomatic and mild, I can go to the beach and go swimming or go, you know, have fun. I don't have to clear my whole calendar just to like honor my cycle. Because if I don't, I'm going to have like massive headaches and hemorrhage and like cramps. Like it's not that bad. I still do my daily life. Whereas, you know, there's some women who struggle with these symptoms more, maybe your cycle's more sensitive. Maybe you have more, maybe there's some trauma there that you're holding on to. And because of that, you really have to be more intentional to nurture and care for yourself. So yeah. knowing that like, I can go with the flow, <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah. 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 I <laughs> like, love that. I wasn't too worried about it. So I'm planning the weekend and I am packing up. So this is the day before, like the day that you would be the most PMSy, the most like, and like stressed out is the day I'm having to pack up my whole cycle and coordinate with my husband who is like, he had to go start driving. I had to meet up with him because he had a doctor's appointment. So like an hour away and I have my four-year-old, I'm packing the whole house, running around like crazy. Cause I don't want to get there at like past her bedtime we want to get on the road and get to the resort right and check in and enjoy our day at the beach but it takes way longer running around finally we get in the car we're on the way there it's just like one of those stressful days you guys like you know what it's like to like pack Mm -hmm. your family for a vacation like it is not the day before your menstrual cycle that you want to be doing that it's (laughs) right even when (laughs) even when you have a good cycle it's just not a good idea so 
I kind of knew this in the back of my head. I knew I'm pushing myself, but I also knew like, okay, it's okay. We'll rest when we get there. Right. Like, well, how many of us do that? Like I'll rest yeah. later. I'll sleep later. I'll put yeah. off self-care right. for later because this has to be done. Yeah. Oh, like we have to do this mm. as mothers or, or, you know, it's on my to-do list. My team is waiting for it. I, I, I'm a business manager. We have to get it done. We can't just take a sick day. You can't take yep. a sick day as a mom. So, and it's a vacation. So I'm excited. I'm ready. I want to go, but I'm like, okay, go, go, go mode. Like it's masculine right. energy, like get it done, get on the road, get there, unpack, repack, put the kids about all the things. So we do it. Uh, we, I go to sleep the next morning, boom, my period comes <laughs> and wow. I'm like and this is the beach day or you know I'm like oh okay that yeah. was it wasn't the wow my period's here like Bethany had it was like yeah oh man I just yeah. got here and then my period started come on <laughs> thank the good lord for menstrual cups let me tell yeah, you because truly when I'm wearing one of those I can go swimming I can go to the beach no concerns at all so it was it was lovely. So I still yeah. played all out. We went in the ocean. We had a great day and we enjoyed it, but it was not a restful vacation. So, and then at 11 o'clock that night, I realized we left all our beach stuff on the beach. We had a canopy. We had a beach bag oh, with no. like all our goggles and snorkeling gear. We had a beach mat. We had a towel. It was, and it was a nice, a nice like umbrella shade, you know, canopy yeah. cover and I'm realizing it at 11 o'clock at night it's dark and I'm like crap like and we have yeah. a beautiful room of the like it's not far away but I realized oh gosh did I asked Jonathan did you did you go get the the stuff from the beach and we left it there when we put our four-year-old down for her nap I brought in like half the stuff but I left the big items because I thought right. well, we'll come back in the afternoon and, and go for an afternoon swim well we didn't end up doing that you know, we ended up going out to dinner and, and and in another area of the island. So totally forgot. It wasn't yeah. until 11 o'clock that I'm like, did you get it? And he's like, no, did you? We're both like, crap. And I'm like, it's okay. Don't worry. Like the, the hotel probably like gathered it and put it in lost and found or something. So I'm like, okay. So I, I call the front desk. They're like, no, we don't have a lost and found. You have to go to this website and fill out this forum for a lost item request. And then we'll, we'll let you know when we find it or something or other. And so right. I spent like an hour filling out this stupid form and uploading a picture of it and all this stuff thinking, okay, they'll find it. I'll get it back. Well, the next morning, there's no sign of anybody anywhere that knows anything. Nobody's responded to the email. Nobody's answering the phone calls. Like there's no lost and found. The hotel says, oh, that's not our beach. We don't own it. The town owns oh, it and God. the town comes through and they just like sweep everything up and throw it in the dump. Like your stuff is gone. I'm like, no, 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 no. There's got to be a number I can call. Like it was just last night. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm like, so I'm running around all stressed out. Like I'm like Ugh. in that masculine energy. I got to yeah. find our stuff. I got to find the right phone number, right. the right person. Like give right. me the town supervisor, beach crew who wherever whoever it's got to be somewhere right like we can recover it oh and I'm dragging gosh. around my poor four-year-old running around trying to figure this out I'm running to the beach asking the lifeguards hey do you know who I can call do you know what happens to I'm sure there's other people that leave stuff on the beach and I'm not the only one right and they're right. just like oh I'm sorry it's they 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 just toss it all in the dump. I'm like, you gotta be kidding, oh, right? Like, no, there's gotta okay. Where's the dump? I'll go, I'll go like just yeah, grab yeah. it off the where's the I'll go dumpster diving and take my stuff back. <laughs> and so, so they're right like, at the top. <laughs> they're like, here, call this number. It's the town. They have like I'm like, so I'm calling, but it's Saturday. The town is yeah. closed. The town of yep. Hilton Head. We were at Hilton Head, a gorgeous, gorgeous like island by the way you got to go there just don't leave your stuff on the beach because it's yeah. gonna be gone forever so all morning <laughs> I'm running around and oh, I'm getting no. swimming, yelling at my four-year-old because she's like mommy I want to go swimming and I'm like yeah but we yeah. gotta get our stuff it was just like I could right. feel my cortisol rising and if, if by oh. like noon or one I was like you know what Karen just let it go just let it go yeah. like you can order a new canopy you can order a new beach bag just enjoy the day with your daughter it was just her and I that day so I'm like okay fine. you know what I'm gonna let it go and I'm yeah. gonna we rented a bike, we went to the beach, but it was just like, it was that man, you know, like it was the second, I think day of first day of my, of my cycle, I'm riding a bike and I'm just like running around, I'm stressed out. And I'm like, this is not how I want to be spending right. <laughs> my day. Yeah. So the whole weekend and was a bit, 
stressful as family vacations, you know, can be, can be, yeah. can be, especially when you leave all your stuff at the beach. So, oh. but you know, there's also that place where you go, you know what, I, I got to let this go. And yeah. Surrender. So then we get home, um, you know, we picked up our girls. There's lots of driving, lots of cord, you know, things coordinating. We get home, we put them to bed. And then I have like Monday morning, I'm having to get back into work and catch up on things. And I got my to-do list and I'm staying up too late. I'm not taking care of myself. I'm not sleeping. And then I'm planning a, my birthday party for the Saturday. We're taking yeah. a boat and we're renting a boat to go on like a boating party. We're having to, I'm having a party on a boat. You guys, it's going to be so a fun. And of course, Karen is procrastinating on booking this boat. <laughs> Had the idea a month and a half ago. But do yeah. I book it a month and a half ago? No, no, that no, would be no, logical. No. <laughs> <laughs> Too logical. I wait until the week before. Actually, I started two weeks ago, booked it, was booking it in like a stressed out state in Hilton Head, trying to get to a reservation because we were going to be late. And I'm like, crap, I haven't booked it. Like, I have to do this. I booked it for the wrong date, you guys. So I, I booked it somehow like the date it pre-populated was like three days before. Oh no. By the time I realized that I go back to change it and the day I need is gone. It's already reserved. Oh, come and on. And then I'm like a week out and all the good boats are getting taken. And the only ones left are the really pricey, really old ones. And I'm like, no. And the, like, and I kid you not like reservation. There were probably five reservations that fell through for one reason or another. So then it got to yesterday. This happens. And I... I'm so stressed out. <laughs> and this, my period ended, like I only had two days, you know, of a period, but because I didn't rest and honor my body and sleep when I needed to and nurture myself when I needed to. And it was a, kind of a stressful, like traveling vacation menstruation. Like I get home and I still didn't rest and I'm stressed out by this boat situation. And I can feel my cortisol so high and I'm getting so emotional. And I'm like, every boat I'm trying to get is gone. And I go into this thing. I don't know if any of you guys do this, but I hyper fixate on something. And I get into this like masculine, like, I have to finish this task. I have to right. make this work. I have to fix this before I can move on to anything else. Right. And the pressure was so great because I knew like every day I'm waiting and not booking this boat is a day that I'm losing and the availability is going down, 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 down. Like it's yeah. this weekend, it's peak summer season. Yeah. All the boats are taken, all the marinas, I'm calling them. I am Googling oh them. Gosh. I'm spending hours on this. They're all sold out across Ugh. the board you guys and I am like no and I had the perfect bow it like felt like the owner canceled it for some other it was like come on like everything was Ugh. going wrong and I'm I'm stressed out I'm not sleeping well I'm not taking care of myself and I get off the phone with my husband he's having a stressful day he had a big thing like a lot going on I'm stressed out about this thing we're triggering each other yeah I'm driving home I don't realize I'm like crying and like on the phone telling him how stressed I am about this. He can't handle it because like normally he'd be able to support me and like hold space for me yeah. and all of that. But because he had a stressful thing happening in his day, we were just like triggering yeah. each other. So I I like hang up on him. And as I, as I hang up, I see lights behind me. A cop pulls <gasps> me over. I didn't no. realize I was speeding in that like stressed out state my oh, foot's on no. the gas because I'm so anxious and trying to get home oh, and I have a God. million things to do and I get a speeding ticket I'm like no I'm just gonna burst out crying right uh, like you guys we've all like we've been yeah. there right like everything's yep. going this I told you this is complete opposite but <laughs> hang in with me because there is a redeeming end to the story yes and so I'm just like at my wits end nothing's working it's like when you try everything and it's yeah. still just not working. And I knew like in the back of my head, I'm like, I need, I need Jesus right now. <laughs> I need to let go and surrender. Oh yeah. I'm working so hard and I'm not in the right state of mind. I'm not honoring my body. I am stressed out and angry at everybody. And then I just got a speeding ticket. But I also like, this is, I also knew like, I'm the only one to blame here. <laughs> <laughs> you are yeah. 
yeah. with your the consequences of your own mistakes. Yeah. And you're like, I made bad choices. I waited until the last minute to book this. I stayed up yeah. until 2.30 a.m. stressing about this, looking at boats, and now I'm tired. And then I was speeding, stressed out on the phone call, and now I got a speeding ticket. It's like a downward spiral. You can't climb oh, out of it. And no. you need a boat because the party is planned and there's no yes. good options. And my husband's like, yeah. just book something he's like the yeah. logical one like it doesn't matter maybe you have to spend a thousand dollars whatever just yeah. book it it's like it's not like there were none available there were just no good options available yeah right <laughs> but we would have had to travel further we would have had to pay hundreds of dollars more and I am just like oh so anyway I kind of have a come to Jesus moment and I'm like okay god there's a mar- there was like one marina that was opening Tuesday they were closed and I was like I put a couple on hold just in case it's like backup options that were way more money than I wanted to spend, but it's all that was left over and available. And I'm like, I'll call this other Marina when they open, maybe by like some chance of fate that they have something available still. And if not, I'll go with one of these. And this is after spending like two days trying to like solve this problem in my own strength. Yeah. (laughs) And I finally say, okay, God. I, I need to surrender this. Like, I cannot do this on my own. I have made a complete mess. Yeah. <laughs> I am like pissed at myself, mostly yeah. pissed at myself, but yeah. pissed at my husband and all, you know, all of the other situations that happened here. Right. And, but I just like, I let it go to him. And then the next day I call, they're not answering their phone. They're not answering their phone. And so they say in the message, if you know, you can text this number, you know, if you have, you know, an urgent request. So I just text them, you know, Hey Dave, can you... Do you have, I'm just wondering, like, do you have any pontoon boats available for, for this Saturday? I'm, I'm looking for one. He texts me back. He goes, you know what? You wouldn't believe it. I just got a cancellation. It's a pontoon boat. That's, you know, seats 10 people. It's available. <laughs> do oh my you want gosh. It? He's like, and, and so he calls me and he's like, you know, normally the, we sell our pontoon boats for 600, but you know, I'll give it to you for a deal for, for 500. I had one on reservation for like 800. You got, he's like, and he's like, they all charge 800 out there. Like it's, it's, I'm like, I know it's a circus out there and there's none available. I'm like, yes, I'll take it. So I'm asking him more questions. Like, does it have this? Does it have tubing? I want to take my kids tubing in the morning and then do the party in the afternoon. He's like, no, I'm sorry. Like insurance doesn't cover tubing. And I was like, oh, is there like a way I can get it? We're just talking, but I'm like, okay, this is first. I'm just like shocked. There's one available at a decent price. And, and he's so being so nice, like, yeah, I'll get it booked for you. You can have it. You can have it for the whole day if you want. Other ones were only half a day or they were too far away or they started at the wrong time. Like there were so many other ones not work. So I'm just asking, I'm like, yeah, it sounds amazing. Thank you so much. And I'm like, is there any way I can add like an insurance rider to take my kids tubing in the morning? And he's like, no, but here's what I'm going to, I'm going to do something special for you. He goes, I'm going to send you out on my personal boat. I'm going to have one of my guys who's cert- who's licensed for tubing, take you and your kids out and take you tubing in the morning. And then you can pick up your boat in the afternoon for your party. How does that sound? I'm like, oh my gosh, you- I couldn't even believe what I was hearing. I was like, you're kidding me, right? Like you, why? I don't, you don't even know me. Like, are you serious? He's like, I'm totally yeah. serious. He's like, I believe in taking care of my customers. Like I'm a Christian and oh. I, I just want to like make sure you have a really good time. And it's your birthday. Is it your birthday? I'm like, yeah, it's for my birthday. He's like, I want to do this for you. And normally I charge $200 to have like a private captain take you out and you can't take your own kids to being, to being, you know, so I want to, I'll send my guy on my personal boat. I'm like, I was like like crying. I'm like, you're making me cry. I am you have no idea. This is like an answer to prayer. Cause I let it go. I released it yeah. and surrendered it the day before knowing like I am not in my zone. I am not in favor. I am not yeah. honoring my body. I am doing everything wrong that I should be doing <laughs> to honor my cycle. I am not in my feminine energy. I am yeah. not a magnet right now. Everything is going wrong as much as it possibly could. Yeah. You're trying and, to control it. Yes. Yes. I mean, yeah. energy and fear and anxiety yep. trying trying to control it and it's not working and you guys we've all been there and I hit the wall and I was just like Jesus I just prayed like when the when the one I really wanted and I had a good reservation and it fell through I said okay God give me make that one open up again or give me something better yeah and then I just had to release it and and then and then you chose to receive it 
And then I received it the next day. I was like, yeah. okay, God. So, and he, and not only did he give me, did God give me a boat that was like le- the best price yeah. better than anyone, another hundred dollars off. Let me just give you a, a bless you and give you another extra hundred off. Okay. I will receive that. But, and then send my captain to take you and your family on a private boat tour tubing on my pro- on my personal boat. What? Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> like that's I would literally you guys when I tell you, I was like crying on the phone. I was like crying on the phone. Yeah. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> Try not that's to be like, amazing. Oh my gosh. And I just like was so grateful for Jesus because it had nothing yeah. to do with my own power. It had nothing to do with me forcing it to happen. Yeah and pushing it to happen. Like I was in that energy all weekend, trying Mm. to keep going and keep moving and push things forward, you know? And it was just the pure like grace of God. It was just like God smiling down on me. And I knew even though in that state, like I'm getting the speeding ticket and I'm like, I am not in a good energy (laughs) right now. (laughs) I knew I was like, I have got I need to like surrender to God. But I also knew like there was this thing that I just know God. I know how faithful he is. And I was like, he he loves me so much that even in my broken state, he wants to give me favor. God still wants to give us favor and we don't have to earn it. I just knew like, you know what? I am his kid. I'm his daughter. And he, I just, I'm just going to believe like, this is going to work out. Yeah. And you know what? It's going to work okay. out. Like he's, and I like, give me that or something better. He gave me something better and it had yeah. nothing to do with my magnetism whatsoever. It had to do with just Jesus going, Hey girl. Yeah. Go. It, I it, got something w- for you. The only part that it did have to do with you was you actually finally releasing it, releasing it. And just knowing like, I'm not doing this in my own strength. This is God. Yeah. And I didn't, it was like, it was like, there's times when I feel like we can call things in and we can partner with that divine energy and and own Mm -hmm. our magnet and own our power. And we are orchestrating it. And then there's times where it's like, we come to the end of ourselves and we have to go, okay, this is nothing. I, this is nothing I can do. I cannot make this happen. I'm going to release it and just watch God work. And that's also a very feminine energy to be able to say, I'm going to stop trying to control this and I'm going to let God be God and I'm going to accept and receive what he gives me and know that I'm worthy of it. Cause even in my like funk, I knew, you know what? God loves me so much. I'm good. And I've seen him do some amazing things. I'm just going to wait. I'm just going to let him surprise me. You know, that's so like, I'm just giving, getting this revelation of like, that's why we're called the bride. Like <laughs> that's why we're the bride. Yeah. We're the we Jesus is the husband, you know, like he comes to his bride and like as a congregation of both men and women, we take that role of like releasing that control, you know, and letting him serve. Like like he served us, you know? Like he took the ultimate service for us. And so it like makes sense that we would even be postured in that position and how it is described to us, you know? So like in a marriage, you know, as a bride, there's a submissiveness and like a, a tenderness and like a releasing of like, Hey, I trust Mm. you. Yeah. And that's so hard to tap into when we're so used to fighting and trying to do it all on our own and protect ourselves and, make it work. And we can be so resourceful as women, but to tap into that, like what you're talking about, that like tenderness yeah, is a whole different kind of energy. Totally. Yeah. So that was a big lesson for me. (laughs) It was a good, it was, it was an amazing, like, you're so good, God. Like you were so good. Thank you. Like you love me so much. Like that was so you, I, that was, there's no other way to explain it. It was God. And then I still had though, like even today I was so exhausted and depleted and wiped out from the stress of the everything that just happened last week. The stress of losing all our stuff, of packing up and taking kids on vacation, the stress of trying to figure out a boat situation, all of it caught up to me. And I, and then I wasn't taking care of myself and I was going to bed too late. 
And then today I was just like, I need to go, but I need to go to sleep. And I took a two and a half hour nap, you guys. So hell yeah, <laughs> welcome to do good. this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but the, but there's you still, I still have to honor my body. I still have yeah. to honor my cycle. And I didn't yep. do it in the in the luteal phase and during menstruation. So I'm doing it now. Yeah, <laughs> but God yep. is still good in the midst of my failures, in the midst of my stupid choices. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> He's still so good, you guys, and He still so loves good. you. And I don't yeah. want you to hear Bethany's story. I mean, it's so inspirational, but I don't want you to hear any of these testimonies and think, "Oh, I gotta learn how to do that. I gotta get. I gotta work on that." You know, how often do we say that? Oh, I gotta really yeah. work on that. You know, no, even you, but you can surrender to it. You can surrender to it and recognize yeah. and just be conscious. It's like you just look up and realize I just mm-hmm. like looked, I was in my like gotta make it happen zone. And I just had to go, okay, I'm gonna look up at you, God, and yeah. go like you got you gotta make this work. Yep. It's not me, not in my own strength, it's you. And I surrender to you and your goodness. And yeah, and it comes through and we yeah. can call on that. So I just want to encourage you guys that, that it's such a learning process. Yeah. <laughs> and like you can tap into your cycle and co-create with God and you can also totally fuck it up and he'll still shower you yeah. with love and favor and blessing when we stop to receive it. Yeah. That's so good. Thanks for listening to this episode, ladies. We are so excited about our magnetism and what we're pulling in and what we're receiving and what we're surrendering to. And we hope you guys got something cool out of today's episode and we'll see you in the next one. Thanks for listening to this episode of Her Sacred Sexuality Podcast. We would love to hear your thoughts and takeaways. Connect with us on Instagram at Her Sacred Sexuality. Take 60 seconds to share this episode with your besties and leave us a five-star review. That's the best compliment you could give us.